Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lioness Podcast. I am Olaya Land, your host. I am also the founder and editor of Lioness, which is an online journal and community. It is our mission to help you live big and love yourself. Definitely check us out if you haven't already. We're online at www.wearelionesse.com, and I will put a link to that in the show notes. A lot of you seem to like the last solo episode I did, so I thought I'd do another one. Today, I want to talk about re-entry anxiety. (laughs) I don't know if you're feeling it. I am definitely feeling it. I get my next vaccine on Monday. Um, I will probably already have had it by the time this podcast is live. And I am excited about so many things. I'm excited about seeing my mom more often. I've barely seen her during the pandemic. I'm excited that I'll finally get to see my best friend and her kids. I get to travel again. I get to eat out again. I'll get to close talk to strangers in the street and at the grocery store. I'm going to be close talking to everybody y'all. So watch out. Like if you see me, I'm going to be hugging random strangers. I'm very excited. But I'm also slightly freaked out at the same time. (laughs) I don't know if you're feeling this. So like everything from, am I still able to hold a conversation? We'll find out. Do I have to wear jeans again? Or as I like to call them, leg prisons. Don't know about that either. Also like, what will my new rhythm be like? I've been so used to being here at home. My husband is here at home. He has a corporate job and is on Zoom meetings, like literally all freaking day. And we've just spent so much time together. So at the same time that I want a little more space, I'm like, well, what's it going to be like? Well, I feel lonely. Like, how's this going to go down? Also just things like frustration over like, why won't everybody get vaccinated? What happens if everybody doesn't get vaccinated? And what is it going to feel like just to be out in a large group of people again? Because honestly, I have not experienced that in 14 months. So I just want to say that any fears that you're having, if you're having any similar fears or anxiety, it is completely valid. The past year has been hard in so many ways, large and small. And the past year, I mean, I know you've heard this before, but it really was unprecedented. There was no go-to script for how to deal with all of this. And our normal rhythms and ways of being in the world were completely disrupted. Work, childcare, schooling, negotiating alone time and together time, economic instability, and then just the constant change. Things were constantly changing. Like you, we don't need to wear a mask. We do need to wear a mask. Washing your hands is the most important thing. Masking is the most important thing. Oh, there's variants, like constantly shifting terrain in this unprecedented year. So if you're feeling any anxiety about getting back to normal, and that's normal with heavy air quotes, because I don't think there is going to be, I don't think the new normal is going to be like the past normal. But if you're feeling any anxiety about it, I have a few ideas for you um, in terms of what you can do to kind of tame that re-entry anxiety. So the first thing I want you to do, I want you to start by really, truly acknowledging how difficult the past year has been. Even if you've had a shit ton of privilege. I know it can be difficult. You know, we've had employment, our health, we own our house. Like we're not getting evicted. Like I I have a, I've had a ton of privilege through this pandemic and I was often tempted to feel like, well, I can't complain or I can't ever feel bad. But ultimately, I mean, that, that is a load of bullshit. Like the last year was so difficult, like for all the reasons that I mentioned a second ago, So I want you to take a minute to really acknowledge how challenging, like how very difficult the last year has been for everyone. No matter what you've had to go through, it's been difficult. 
The next thing I want you to do is to think back on all the beautiful things that came out of the past year, because there were so many, whether it was spending more time with your kids, like actually really having the time to engage with them in more in deeper ways and more meaningful ways. If it was actually hearing the birds, I don't know what's going on with the birds, but like we have so many birds singing at our house all the time. I don't know if they were always there and I never heard them or they're here because there's less human activity, but it's been magical. Whether it was like taking neighborhood walks, I've taken so many, I know my neighborhood so much better now. I've taken so many walks through my neighborhood and gotten to know my neighbors better. Whether it's slowing down, many of us were forced to slow down, which was a gift in many ways. Um, or if you learned a new skill, like if you got your sourdough <laughs> game on, if you became like a master sourdough baker, or you learned calligraphy or to play the guitar or whatever, like if you did that, celebrate that. Or if you got reacquainted with an old hobby, like I knit six sweaters during the pandemic and it was great. It was a way to like not stay on my, not be on my phone all the time to have something to do with my hands, something creative. And then I had these beautiful sweaters at the end. It was really cool. Another gift of the pandemic is just remembering how much you cherish your loved ones. Like we all know that we love our friends and we love our family, but I think this past year that was really intensified by the thought that we could lose them at any moment. And I think that was a gift, that renewed sense of like how much we love the people that we love, how much they mean to us. And then similarly, also being aware of how fleeting and unpredictable life is. I mean, if there's one lesson from the last year. It's that like life is precious. Life is fleeting. And it was a really good reminder of just how beautiful it is simply to be alive. Another really important thing that I think was a direct result of the pandemic was people tuning into social justice issues like never before. I mean, I'm Fort Held. I'm 46. And I, in all of my years on this planet, I have never seen people engaged like I saw us last year. So we were all home watching with nothing much to distract us. So when George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and the six Asian women in Georgia and so many other people were murdered, we couldn't turn away. We had to sit with our outrage in a way that we've never, I think, had to do before. And we were moved to take action, to protest, to write, to call, to vote, to post on social media, to have the difficult conversations, to interrupt our own beliefs, to do better and to be better. So I think it's important that as you head out into the after times, you pause and reflect on all these gifts of the past year that we received. Don't let that slip through your fingers really use that to decide how you want to live going forward. Which brings me to my third thing that you can do to tone down re-entry anxiety, which is to choose what you want this next chapter to be. We are at a unique moment in history. We're kind of like standing at a crossroads between two eras because we are living through distinct eras right now. The pre-pandemic time, pandemic time was its own thing. Like, I mean, we all know what this feels like, the isolation, the uncertainty. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> the controversy, the political tension, the controversy over wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. 
And then there'll be the post-pandemic time. And I don't know what that's going to be like, but my money is on roaring 20s. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I cannot wait to be out. Like, I just want to go out. I want to be around people. I want to be like picnicking at the park, at the beach. I want to go out to drink. I want to go to the bars. I want to just do it all. So that's my bet is on the, the post-pandemic era. We'll have a little bit of a roaring 20s vibe about it. But we have this kind of a lull before life kicks in full swing again. And it's a perfect moment to decide what you want to keep and what you want to let go, what lessons you want to carry forward. So I want you to approach this time ahead of you with intention. So that can look like getting out your journal, having a conversation with a friend, spending some time just reflecting. I want you to choose what energy and people and activities you want to let in and which you want to let go. This small act of choosing is so powerful. Like this is something that I'm really big on in my life is that you can be doing the exact same things as someone else, but the person who really chooses what they're doing, I think is so much more empowered and so much more connected to themselves. You have so much more of a sense of autonomy and just being the steward of your own life. So I want you to take some time to choose what you want this next chapter to be. And you can choose. You don't have to just dive into post-pandemic life and be like jostled by whatever is like happening around you. So I invite you to use this unique moment in time to create like a solid base of confidence and clarity. So you'll be ready to thrive once the world is open again. There are many ways to do this. Like I mentioned before, I think just like reflecting, journaling, journaling works really well for me. I know it doesn't work for everyone, but just taking time to kind of like sift through your thoughts. We're just like connected so much. We're on our phones, we're on our computers. Like y'all know what it feels like. We're constantly on social media. You, you know the drill. So I think it's important to take a moment of deconnecting from all that and spending some time journaling you can also draw on your support network. You can have discussions with people that you love, like feel out what they're doing, what are their plans, or with your partner or your roommates or your friends, like how do you want to go forward into this new time together? It also might be a good time for um, meditation and yoga. Like if you're into that, maybe a little bit more. If you're not into it, maybe giving it a little bit of a try. Just any practice that's grounding and that connects you to yourself. And of course, I have to mention that if you feel like you could use a little extra support, a little extra help, grounding, connecting with yourself, leaning into meaningful self-care, prioritizing your own needs, leaning into body love instead of worrying about losing the pandemic weight. I'm so sick of hearing this message. If those are things that sound good to you, I invite you to join my Live Fierce Workshop Registration is currently open until May 16th. I designed this workshop specifically to answer the question of where do I want to be in three, six, or 12 months and how do I get there? So we are going to cover dealing with negative self-talk, how to keep your energy balanced with meaningful self-care, how to lean into food freedom and joyful movement ways to incorporate more pleasure, creativity, and play into your life, how to tune into the wisdom of your body, so many good things. I have put a lot of work into this. I'm really proud of it. It is going to be fun. It is going to be amazing. It is going to help you step into the next chapter of your life as your biggest, baddest self. So if this sounds like something you need in your life, I invite you to check out the details and register. I'm going to drop a link into the show notes for you. 
And I would love to see you in this workshop. So to summarize some ways to turn down the volume on re-entry anxiety, number one, really, truly acknowledging how hard the past year has been, regardless of your level of privilege. Number two, acknowledging and taking time to feel gratitude for all the gifts of the past year. I think it's so easy to gloss over them because there were so many hardships, but I think tucked between the hardships were all these beautiful, amazing, wonderful things. And then number three, going forward with intention, really taking the time to choose what you want the next chapter of your life to look like. Okay, that is what I have for you today. These were just some thoughts that have been rolling around in my mind and I wanted to share them in case it could be helpful. I've been hearing lots of people talking about this kind of like low-level anxiety about what life is gonna be like after the pandemic. So I just wanted to share some things that I thought could be helpful. I hope you did find it helpful. If so, I'd love to hear your feedback. Drop me an email through the website or get in touch with me on Instagram at we are lioness i love to hear from you thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please take a minute to rate and review on apple podcasts to subscribe to share on social media. It means so, so much to us as we're trying to get this podcast off the ground and it really helps us reach more like-minded folks and get our message out there. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next time.